Hey, did everyone take their pills? Uh, I did. I remembered today. I did a good job. Oh, hold on. That actually just, that literally reminded me. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Julie. That's literally the point of it. I know, but yeah, like. that's true. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a, it's a nice intro for our, our transgender podcast, but it's also. <laughs> it's also like, hey, don't forget that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's still a bit early for mine because we're recording a bit early. Yeah, we're recording a bit earlier than usual. I now you're making me wonder if I actually took my afternoon. I don't. Anyway, um, welcome to Transmission Radio, uh, the anecdotal advice podcast. Um, I'm Molly. We have Ashley here. Hello. Uh, and we have Julie here. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? I'm doing good. Hmm. Good to hear, Ashley. Uh-huh. Um, does anybody have any news uh, since the last time we recorded, maybe? Uh, I just got my new Social Security card. Nice. That's pretty which dope. Which means I'll probably have my new driver's license within the week. Fuck yeah. Wait, you had to get your Social Security card before you got your driver's license? Yes, I believe so. That's fucking buck wild. Yeah, that's Wait, that's kind of weird. <laughs> They um they just let me go in there and get my new driver's license with my new name on it um and I still need to go to social security I'm doing a very bad job of like being an adult here and taking care of things. It, it could have been a case of because I looked on the drivers and it said like social security card with new name and it may just have been a case where like I could have just brought my new name. Like, and the old social security card. Yes. Yeah, maybe, but it's good that you're getting this sorted out now because it's very important to do so. I'm just being a lazy little shithead. Yeah, it, well, no, you're not lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's good. I'm glad you're getting that sorted out. Yeah, me too. Gotta get it all set up before the move. Yeah, no Woo. kidding. Woo! Woo! Yay! Um, so yeah, that's exciting. Um. Uh, how about you, Molly? Um, I don't think I have anything going on, especially, um... I don't. Am I supposed to be remembering something? Because I don't think I do. You guys, do you guys have something <laughs> no, I should no, be talking about? No, no, no. I, I got nothing. Okay, yeah, no. I was just, I just making sure because I was like, I, I, I don't think I'm talking about anything today. I don't think that's it. Um, <laughs> well, we are talking about something today. We are going to talk about something today, but not like you know news. I don't have any. I don't have any trans news uh, for today. It's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. Um, everybody, please be nice to each other. That's that's what I'll please, say. Please be nice. Just please please nice. be nice. It's not odd. Just be nice. Just be nice. Yeah. Just be cool. Unless someone's being like a huge, huge dick. Don't do that. Even th- don't need to. Yeah. Don't be a huge dick. Yeah. Don't be a huge dick. Yeah. I've got yeah. a reason to. Um, Julie, how about you? You got anything going on? <sighs> it fucking happened. Which thing happened? I got my fucking period. Oh, have we not hey. talked about that yet? <laughs> This happened after we recorded the last episode, and it sucks. Oh, it's the worst. It's really bad. It's it hurts a terrible. lot. It hurts really bad. It hit me, um, literally as I was writing like assignments for my, uh, my first end of first semester at university on Mother's Day. <laughs> The universe was like, mm, she's kind of had it pretty good so far. How about no? What if we just launch this dunk? 
Just fucking chaos dunk me in a cosmic sense. <laughs> Julie, I'm very sorry. And also, I'm going to laugh at you forever. I'm, uh, I'm scared because now it's been a month since then, so... You can just feel that period creep. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Um, it really sucks. I just got over mine. I can still feel a little bit of cramping, but uh, the last four days have been uh, an emotional roller coaster for me. Uh, and I've been, like, buying chocolate every single day because I'm a fucking mess. Um, I feel very bad for Pris. She says it's not as bad as I think it is, but I think she's lying to me. Because I've been really bad the last few days. I literally went out, bought a hot water bottle, a microwavable heat pack, uh, was still writing assignments, and eating chocolate and corn chips at the same time, and just crying to my boyfriend constantly. <laughs> It's amazing how much those little heat pads will do for you. Oh, it's so good. It's Holy so crap. nice. It's like, oh my god, this is heaven. It's hell, but it's heaven. It's comical, the chocolate. <laughs> the feel- amount of chocolate I consume. <laughs> I feel like such an asshole. I feel like this stereotypical piece of shit. But I'm like, I really could use some chocolate and like a warm bath and just for everybody to leave me alone for three days, please. <laughs> God, I did. We all need to get like matching mugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I, I did get some hot tips though, um, from Sis Lady Friends and my mother, which was, which was weird. Actually, having to ask my mom for period <laughs> advice because that was the thing I oh never god. thought I'd yeah. ever have to do. Well, just like like oh, mom, it happens. Yep. <laughs> Aren't you proud of your baby girl? It really is second puberty. Like, it's no fucking joke. I don't want to talk to my mom about anything. Oh, I did get the good scoop of um, taking magnesium pills. Yeah, you were telling me about that. I completely forgot. I could have used that the last few days because I was dying. <laughs> I should have reminded you. You should have reminded me. I'm sorry. Also did get a um, hot tip about napragesic, which is a really good period pain relief um, medication, which, oh my god, that that was like, that really took the edge off in those last few days for me. That's very good. <laughs> um, I'm still in the state where I'm just glad I wasn't dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, when the, when the pain first hit for the first time, I'm like, am I, are my kidneys okay? Am I, do I have a problem? Do I need to go see the doctor? And I was like posting on Twitter and somebody was like, hey, I think you have a period. I think you need to investigate this. <laughs> And I, like, look at Pris, and I was like, have I been, like, super irritable the last few days? And she's like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, See, for me... For no joke... It, it was the... I, oh, you go first, Ashley. No joke, I thought it was a specific, specific pair of panties I was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how high are your panties riding? No, not that high, but, like, it's... <laughs> no, it's I like, get uh, what you mean. It's like it's kind of like a bikini bottom, like it's right. a hell yeah, dude, with like the tie in the front, and it's got two girls kissing on it. Um, of course it does. God, Ash, Jesus. Yes. It makes on my butt look, brand. On brand, it makes my butt look really good. I mean, that's the whole point of them. <laughs> yep. Uh, but like, I thought like, 
you know, like, so you tie it, so it, it can be a bit tight sometimes. I was like, oh man, am I got something really wrong happening there? Right. <laughs> Is it, did I did I fuck up my tie? No. <laughs> no. Nothing that sinister. Did, did, is this like some sort of corset for from my downstairs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tie this one right up. And I was like, I don't want to stop wearing this, these panties, though. They're very cute. Yeah, of and course. Very on brand. <laughs> well, good news. You don't have to. It's just we must endure. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was the case where I was like, man, I'm feeling really sore, but I didn't do boxing or yoga training the past couple days I was like, well it's hurting my lower back and my shoulders a little bit of my thigh wait, oh no (laughs) (laughs) we just talked about it you messaged me like, Molly Molly, is is..." I was like, yeah, yeah, Jules yeah it is, and the worst part was it came in stages over the next couple days because I was like, well, at least doesn't it hurt that's the groin pain, cool that's yep. stomach pain. You can just feel it in waves. Yep. It's like, oh, cool. I hate all of this. It's the, um, I, I hate the mood swings the worst, because I get all over the fucking place. It's, I just, I spent, like, Wednesday night just fucking crying. I don't know why. I was just very upset all of a sudden, and I just spent a lot of time crying. Same. Uh, like, luckily, Pris was home, because she was there, like, I... Here, come here. I guess I'll take care of you now. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just so sad. I, I think when I did the jet thing, I was on my period. Oh, oh my god! Geez. Uh, referring to the uh, the role playing game we're all playing together. For the record, I, we haven't mentioned it on this show yet. Yeah, no, I cried a bunch. Yeah, you can listen to it. We all cried a bunch, really. Uh, god. Yeah. Other than periods, though, I think the biggest thing that's happened is uh, me and Jill's watched all of Kimono Friends. Oh, yeah. That's a show. <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we're yeah, talking no, about here. Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about here, but you guys did do that. It's a good show. It's, it's really gay. Good show. It's really gay. It's really gay as well. <laughs> well. All of the ships are so good. All of them are good. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> No Bad Ships is my presidential platform. We gotta read the manga for Komodo Friends. Cause... Yeah, we do. I'm in it, so I need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright, you wanna talk about what we're here to talk Let's about? Let's talk about what we're here to talk about. This this month, uh, we decided to talk about boundaries. Because um, people are bad at them, it turns out. And mm-hmm. I've been bad at them myself, uh, because things get a little weird once you start transitioning. Right. Yep. Um... Who wants to start? Should we make this more of a roundtable, though? Because I feel like we're all, we've all got pretty much similar things to say and experiences we've been through. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can we can make it like that. I mean, the discussion will happen either way, so we don't have right. to just do... Um, I know that when I first transitioned, I ended up talking to a lot of people who uh, had very lax boundaries... Uh, and I thought that's just kind of how things were. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because here's the thing, is you start... Uh, for me, I started HRT. Things started feeling a lot more, just in general. Um, and suddenly there's all these people who like want to talk to you and maybe hit on you and maybe flirt with you and all that stuff. And things start to get messy. Uh, and that's not the ideal. 
Yeah. Because <clears throat> it is um, a huge, like, it, you basically create a huge hormonal imbalance that's going to, like, mess with you and your emotions and just kind of your general demeanor. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And it's just... <sighs> How do I put this? I don't know. I'm not sure how to put this. It's just everybody's going to want to um, talk like you're super close now and like you have this very strong shared common bond and you don't really. It's it's very strange the way things start to happen once you start transitioning, at least from what I've seen as a trans girl. Yeah, Um, and I've seen it both from the inside and the outside. Yeah. Like, looking in. Yeah, Yeah. it's... I've seen some, like... There's some people... um, I've seen a lot of people who immediately, as soon as a trans girl comes out, like, immediately go start talking them up. And it's like, that's a little weird. Mm -hmm. Maybe do not do that. It's very strange. And it's a thing where people want to give support, but I believe there's a big difference between support and flirting with someone, like, right out the gate. Right. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of uh, things that are kind of predatory. It seems like because you're you're talking to somebody who is at a very important crossroads in their life, uh, and is in a very vulnerable position. So it's best to just kind of let that chill. I think it's also the case where you know, by and large, in a very general, broad sense, like and speaking from our experiences, a lot of us uh, newly come out trans women are have not had a lot of, like, social experience beforehand or, like, have been very introverted before and now have, you know, more coming into themselves at this point. And it's kind of a huge wave to ride. Yeah, I I know that I was way more introverted um, before I started HRT. I was very much just keeping to myself, um, and now I don't stop talking to people. You, yeah. you cannot catch me not talking to people now. And in, in my experience, yeah, and- it wasn't even HRT. It was like once I had come out and was more open about myself, then I kind of was all over the place. Yeah. And it's a thing where you, especially when you're the, you first come out, you don't want to, like, push people away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes you'll be more forgiving or like, oh, they're just, you know, flurry. They're just playful. And eventually, like, you have to start, like, laying down. And I I don't even, it's on the person getting, you know, on you. Like, sometimes you either got to, like, put boundaries up for people and just go, like, listen, I'm not comfortable with this. Or you just got to start not interacting with certain people. Yeah. Which is a shame. Yeah. But yeah. Which, yeah, which is a huge shame, because... Yeah, you don't Some of those people are cool, but they just... Don't get it. Yeah. And a lot of people, especially people who aren't trans and who you've just come out to, they don't really know how to conduct themselves. And that's not on you. That should be on them to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, and... I definitely wanted to talk about also not just uh, how other trans people uh, uh, interact with other trans people and have boundary issues, but also how cis people do this. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's fucking because yeah. it can get pretty rough. Yeah, just 
Um, it just especially um, the number one thing I think we can all just talk about this is people just like asking about surgeries and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. We've we've mentioned this before. Could you stop? Could you not? Maybe. Yep, it's <laughs> none of your business because you're never going to see it. So, what's the deal? Yeah, why do you care? Yeah. <laughs> and I get that it's more idle curiosity than anything, I'm sure. But also, don't. No, that's... You don't get to know that. Exactly. Like, you wouldn't want us asking you directly about your junk right off the bat with no... Like, <laughs> with no tact whatsoever. Like, Right. Like, so many times, like, people have... I've been introduced to them, and one of the people go like, oh yeah, she's trans, which like, don't. Which don't! Don't! Stop it! Don't. Like, yes, it's an important part uh, of myself, but mostly in regards to my own identity, not in how you perceive me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially because that, then the conversation just turns to like, oh, like, so have you had surgery yet? Will you get surgery? <sighs> yeah. You know... What were you like before? What was oh, your name before? Oh, <laughs> stop. Oh, God. Yeah, the one where people start asking what your name was. Like, why do you... There's literally nothing you could do with infor- this information except for hurt me with it. Yeah. Literally nothing. Like, I personally am open in some ways about some things. Mostly just like, hey, I'm happy to show an old picture of myself to people just to go, hey, this is what, like, the transformation's been like in just a year. And it's cool to me. But if you write off the bad RSS person and you just go, oh, wow, that's cool. Can I see? Do you have old pictures? Like, no. What? No. Yeah, no, I definitely got that. And for that, it depends really on the day. Yeah. Some days I'm like super interested in it and super fascinated by it. And some days I don't want to see old Ashley at all. Right. Yeah, I think also the other thing with just when you're interacting with cis people, it's just, hey, maybe learn fucking boundaries with jokes. Like, even if... Oh, God, yeah. Just, not even directly offensive jokes, but just like, hey, there are some things you just don't joke about. Like... I I have seen so many people who think that they are... Who in them? They are the, 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 the good allies. They are helping me out. They're being all friendly and jokey. And they just make jokes that, like, even if it was, like, another trans person, I'd be like, mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, just don't. Like, you know, hey, maybe don't say I'm still one of the boys still. No, that's oh, bad. God, that, Never. Yeah, that's... Don't you dare. Yep. Like, fucking no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. God, no. And... Also, don't kind of joke about, I don't know, labels and pronouns and definitions, even if you are one of ostensibly the good allies who maybe is my friend. Yeah. Because here's the thing, people. At best, you're just coming off really fucking awkward. That's at best. Jokes about labels are so bad. Even if, like, you're cool, you're not. Mm-hmm. Don't. Sorry, it turns out a lot of what I have to say about this is just stop. <laughs> yeah, because, 
like, it's one of the things where it really shouldn't even be on us to tell them this, because, hey, guess what? You can figure this out on your own. You shouldn't need to be told that certain jokes are just kind of off-limits. Yeah. I think a big part of it where what it comes from, especially nowadays, trans people so often have to be, and they're expected to be, sources of information. Yep. Right. And... A lot, you know, like, when people are asking about trans stuff and I, like, I have to go, like, well, actually, this is how this works. You know, like, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, actually, that's my dead name. I don't like to use that. It opens, like, you know, eventually I have to do that just to, like, for my own, like, you know, like just to help myself. Yeah. Right, but a, yeah. Event- but that then opened people like, oh, Ashley is great. She'll answer anything. Right. You're just trying to <sighs> be nice. And then people start thinking that, you know, you can answer anything they ask or you have all of the answers. It's, it's not how that works. Like, like the, the most I've done is I just were like was early on with some people. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I know like, I don't know everything, but I know a lot more than you at this moment because I've been researching this stuff for years. Right. This is the moment where you a- answer, you know, you ask any questions you want about me because I'm mentally prepared for that. I've thought of it and, you know, I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want you asking about my junk leader. I don't, like, if, if you want to know those, and these, like, were, like, my closest friends. Sure. That only got this treatment. Like, if you want to know the answers, now's the time, because afterwards, I will not be interested. Mm-hmm. You will not hear from me again. Yes. And just, like... I will return <laughs> to just Ashley, who is somewhat good at fibbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's really the case of just, hey, if a trans person is, you know, willing to talk about their own experiences, or just, like current affairs or general information that's their choice don't force it upon them to have them inform you we google exists yeah you yeah. could just figure it out very easily it's and, it's not that difficult and like again i, I always come at this as you know a, you know intersectional min- intersectional minority that it's still weird noticing, like, kind of having to use the same explanations and old tricks <laughs> from the rest of my life before I came out as trans with some well-meaning but clueless and ignorant folks just, hey, look, I know you sometimes need, like, a, you need to hear this from a per- like someone in your personal life for you to really get, get it, and you Googling is, like, to some degree, it's kind of shit that you have to, like, do your own deep research, like I did, to figure this stuff out, so I'm willing to, like, answer some things, but hey, just be cool about it, like, my coworkers, for the most part, are pretty decent about stuff, because that when they ask me stuff, they will always preface it with, hey, tell me if I'm being, like, rude or stuff, but can I ask you something? Right. So, and then, they, like, that gives me time to go, okay, let me just mentally and emotionally prepare myself what's the question, and they go, yeah, you don't have to answer this, just, like, I, I, this is just running through my head, and they'll ask me, like, okay, cool, that's actually a pretty, like, decent question. 
Thank you for, like, giving me at least a second to prepare and not just going, Hey, uh, so what's the deal with pronouns? <laughs> like, no, just... <laughs> like, what do you want to know? Like, yeah. What can I possibly tell you? It's, it's one of those things where, hey, don't ask questions which you need... You actually need, like, hey, academia to fucking back up the answers with, because that's unfair to us. <laughs> Like, don't ask why are people trans. That's a weird question. That's a really <laughs> weird question. Also, I don't have an answer for you, friend. Also, hey, don't ask about, like, hey, you know, would you be okay if something ever, like, the, the words are always, like, cured or fixed you? It's like... That's... That's so... Oh, there is... I can definitely get the feeling from some people at my work that in the best case world, I would be a cis straight man. Yeah. Right. Um, but hey, listen, I love being a gay trans lesbian. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it sucks sometimes, don't get me wrong, but who, buddy, it rules yeah. a lot of the time. When the highs are high, <laughs> they're real high. Yeah. There's um, some pretty good highs. Yeah. Uh, and also, please don't play devil's advocate. Don't. Don't. Yeah, don't do that. People. No one has ever needed to play devil's advocate ever. Ever. Like, okay. And especially with bathroom stuff. Oh, God. Don't you fucking dare. Don't. Just the fr- the f- the phrase, well, I can see why people would be uncomfortable, should never escape your lips. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Don't. Maybe don't. And just. I've definitely had a few people Ugh. at work say that to me. Oh, for f- God. It's like, well, yeah. like, a, a gender neutral bathroom would probably be the best for you. Right. And I'm like, that's, well. That's the thing. My mom, like, told me straight to my face, like, I think you guys should have a third bathroom. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. I don't. Like, no. <laughs> Go to hell. Like, here's one of the things where, hey, why play devil's advocate? You can see in the name of the phrase, you are playing for the devil. Like. Right, it's bad. Here's the thing. Yeah, don't be a bad Keanu Reeves movie. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> you want to play devil's advocate and you don't think I should be offended? Then don't be offended when I tell you to go to hell. Yeah, when I when I stop <laughs> talking to you, yeah. go see your client. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> God. Stop. You don't need to do this. And um and uh, like just to get away with to talk more about this personal like pet peeve with mine. Go for it. Like the the th- you know the gender neutral third bathroom thing. It's always just like, well, you don't belong with the normal people, okay, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Like, that's the undercurrent of all of that shit, right. it feels like. And again, even yeah. if you don't intend for that to be your tone and, like, like if that, you don't intend for that to be the message you're trying to convey with what you're saying, it boy is, it boy howdy is, like, goddamn, like, you can't escape that, sorry. <laughs> like, and, like, you may be like, well, no, I'm looking out for you. No, you're not. I don't want you to get hurt. But you also have to, like, understand how othering that feels. Also, not on us to not get hurt. Again. Yeah, stop it. Here's the thing again. You don't intend for it to be victim-blaming? It is. Yeah, it absolutely is. (sighs) Just, yeah, and... uh, Like, boundaries are tough, but also it's that case of, hey, also learn that boundaries are on a case-by-case basis. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, sometimes from day to day, which I know it sucks, but like, hey, I deal with it. But it's also the case where, hey, 
like to cis people especially you have your own boundaries which are day to day as well like yeah I bet some days you don't mind me asking hey are you seeing someone if you're single but some days you really are gonna like really give a shit about that uh and there are different cases where like if you are you know having a fun night with the friends and it's kind of like on a little moment like you may be able to talk about some more personal stuff but like in the copy room? No, <laughs> yeah. not don't. Oh, no. And listen. Anyone listen? Some of my best friends are cis. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been waiting to bust that one out? I, I've been waiting for a bit. <laughs> About five minutes. Good. Oh, my best friend is yeah, cis. It's... God. You're a cis. <laughs> <laughs> Was that too much? That's probably too much. I apologize. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any, like, I guess Luke. Luke. Luke's a good friend who's cis. I don't really talk to a lot of cis people anymore, actually, <laughs> thinking about it. You know, aside from the majority of the rest of the podcast network. Yeah, the rest of the podcast network. Uh, that's, a, that's a different thing. Right. <laughs> They're kind of like our weird family, so it's a different thing. Yeah. Um, also, can I, I'm gonna do a personal thing here real quick. If you're gonna, like, really awkwardly hit on me in my mentions, please get better at it. Okay, yeah, we, we should go back briefly let's to get this. Back to, let's get back to boundaries real quick, because this has happened, like, a few times this past week. Same. Um, where people, like, comment on my photos, and it's very awkward. Like, if you want to get to know me and we can talk, okay, cool. Don't tell me you want to make out, like, in your first tweet. That's not good, and I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, that's really severely off-putting. You also know know what else is severely off-putting? Like insulting like old photos of me, but like, but now you're hot. It's like cool, right? It's it's like okay, like I know I made a positive choice. I don't need your approval. Exactly, and also I don't need it to be only relate to how hot I am to you. (laughs) Yeah. Like, don't... If you want to compliment someone's selfie, anyone's selfie, not just a trans person's, don't, like, you can say, like, oh, wow, looking looking good. Yeah. Or making me like, yeah, like, oh, you look cute today. Yeah. Don't what? go... Oh, you're, like, if you don't know me, don't go, like, oh, you look so hot. Right. Or, like, step on me or any of that. Oh, God. <sighs> Oh, hey, here's the thing. Especially, to, like, if you are a translator and you're commenting on another translator's selfies, unless you super know that person and are, like, and or are involved with them, don't just, like, make your only comment gay. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna put this out there. Quit saying I'm gay on my selfies, please, unless we're dating, uh, or unless we're super close, or something. Just... If I don't talk to you that often, please don't put I'm gay on my selfie because, no, I feel really weird and I don't want to talk to you. Even if we were super close like Molly, I don't think you would appreciate if I said that. (laughs) Well, no, because you're my sister and that's not okay. Well, there we go. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Like, because... There are some people, if they said that to me, it might be welcome. Fair. But the vast majority of people, please don't. Because kind of, like, I feel like what you're trying to get across with that point, and again, it may not be what you're intending but i think it's just kind of 
what if you boil it down, what that says is like you're sexually attractive. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's that's that's what it always feels like. Saying something, replying to that with "I'm gay" feels not aggressive. Isn't the right word, but you're very clearly communicating. Oh, I'm very attracted to this photo, and like I'm not gonna lie, it's. Just as bad as when a dude would say, like, oh, looking, you're, you're so hot on one photo of mine. Like, no, I don't care for this. I don't yeah, care for this from, from this from random dudes or from random, like, trans people. I don't. And I feel like that's the case is there are definitely trans people who feel because that we have supposedly the shared connection is that they are can be way more buddy-buddy. Right, which is certainly not the case. No. Like, I get it that there is this deep need for, like, community and connection, but, like, people are just their own people, like... (laughs) Yeah, and that reaching out for that community does not need to be sexually charged. Exactly. No. Don't flirt. Stop flirting. Or, like, hey, flirt if you know flirting. flirting is cool between you and this person. Yeah, talk about it. Ask if it's cool. Hey, Figure con- out what's going on in your conversations. You know what's really nice? Consent. That is pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah, consent's real good. Oh, can I talk about something that happened at work in, like, the last couple months? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, People... This isn't, like, like, an ongoing thing. This happened, like, a couple times a few days, and I got, like, really upset. But, hey, don't touch me. Oh. Hey, hey do not. Hey, don't. Uh, even just like, cause I had, um, a lady who works, I work at a, um, co-working place or a shared office space is more specifically. So, you know, we rent out offices to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked the front desk and I was getting some water and somebody came up and patted me on the back. Don't touch me. Please don't. You scared the shit out of me. And also that kind of hurts. Don't. Yeah. Especially for you, because you, you also have fibro as well. Like. Yeah, I also have a disability that makes it so my skin is super sensitive at all times. It sucks. Just, maybe, you gotta... Guys, I don't know. I, I feel like this is a very specific thing. No, but like, just, it's still a boundary. I, a lot of people like to touch people, I've noticed, without, like, asking, like, shoulder claps or whatnot, and it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, and... I'm just going to pull this out as well in relation to that, Molly, just because I remember seeing this as a counterpoint someone brought up to you. Yeah, it's different across various cultures around the world, but... Oh, God. Hey, that can't be used as a offense when you're politely asking to not be touched. Like... I made, yeah, what we're talking about, I made a post on a forum we go to, and somebody replied with, if you were in South America, you'd be getting touched all the time. And I'm like, okay, cool, don't touch me. Like, I don't get what was so hard about my post to understand. Maybe just don't do this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not like you were dis- disrespecting your tradition. It's just difference in body language and, like, personal space boundaries. But they should still respect yours. <laughs> it's not that hard. Right, exactly. It's not that difficult. Yeah. yeah. Just, anyway. No, I, I get um, it, because I've had some coworkers like... I don't mind it personally for various reasons, and especially at work, like, it's very innocently, like, oh, I'm just tapping your shoulder so I can, like, let you know I'm moving behind you because we work in a cramped space at retail. But, yeah, like, it's still weird because I'm not gonna lie, a lot of us are on edge because we're fucking terrified 
day to day. Yeah. Some yeah. Someone who I can't see comes up and like touches my shoulder to me raises alarm bells because hey, it sucks, but we live in that world. Yeah, it's it's scary. <sighs> and yeah, even, it like, can be and like there are definitely uh, some cis people who can get this, but I think it's hard for a lot of them to understand what exactly, like, just the kind of low-level fear you get out in public. Yeah, right. I can't even, I don't even like getting into a goddamn elevator these days. Yeah, that that can really suck. Like, uh, I went to the movie theater early today, and I, like, went up like two stories to use a bathroom that I know no one would be using. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. Like okay, here's a little quick tip for a lot of cis people out there. If you are dating someone trans or if you know someone trans and are friends with them and you know, if you are spending time with a trans person on a regular basis, here's the thing. Do your absolute best to make them just feel comfortable out in public and out in the open. And I mean comfortable, don't try and be their guard dog, because boy howdy, that triggers the fear even more so. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I knew someone who I could always see was keeping an eye out and then would sometimes like I'll I'd just be talking with them and then I would like stop because I realized they're not responding as much. I go, hey what's what's the issue? And they go, I saw someone staring at you. It really hurt. It really sucked. I was like, oh, cool. Well, now I know that. I don't really want to know that. Like, just, you don't yeah. need to do that. <laughs> like, hey. This really is the how about don't episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But it kind of, this is stuff that needs to be said, which it sucks that we honestly don't feel comfortable enough saying this to the people we know directly sometimes. Yeah. But hey, it's kind of the fucking deal at this point. Yeah. Um, Ashley, did you have anything else you wanted to add? I feel like we've gone through a lot here. Yeah, well, we have. Um, it can get awkward, and just because people aren't immediately responding to you doesn't mean I'm in the clear. Yep. Right. That could just mean that people kind of just feel awkward around you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like... I know tone is super hard to read online, especially through text, but say if you were talking with someone frequently and then suddenly they just stop responding to you, you should honestly take that as a hint and think about asking, hey, did I do something? Just yeah, go in with like the forethought of like... Not with the... No, they must have gotten mad at me for some reason. Right. Go within and like, did I fuck up? Yeah. Yeah. And then when they tell you if there's a reason or not, or maybe they just, you know, maybe it's something on their end. Maybe it's possible for the reason they give to not be that good of a reason. (laughs) Yeah, it's also the case where if your immediate response to any sort of criticism about this whether you're trans or cis is, oh, but I've just always been that way, or this is just how it is, then maybe think it shouldn't be. <laughs> like, Yeah. Like, because I just want to say, like, I've unfollowed people for, like, eh, I think your taste in games is not 
the same taste as mine, and that's why I mainly followed you for, so I'm gonna leave. Yeah. yeah. Like, thank you, good day. But I've also unfollowed people. I don't like anything anyone I was, like, super mutuals with over the fact that, like, mm, some of the things you do makes me uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it could sometimes be, you know, like, the way you would interact with me or sometimes even the way I would see you interact with other people. Yeah. yeah. And that's something I think you should uh, take notice of is that even... Especially on Twitter and just all social media, sometimes the boundaries you have with other people won't work with other people who are seeing that. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you may just uh, like one: if you're seeing that person be super close to other people, don't assume that's just how they are. Yeah. Like the way I interact with uh, Molly and Jules is very different than the way I interact from with someone from. Uh, like the first time I'm talking to them, of course. Yeah, we have. Yeah, me. No, and, like we've been at this for a while. We have years yeah, of Molly history. And I, yeah, Molly Jules and I will make jokes and talk about things and link certain images that <laughs> neither of us, that <laughs> n- n- none of us would show other people. And um, yeah, because it's cool between us. Yes, because we've reached that point where we. Are clear on the boundaries, and we are clear on. We know where we're at. Yeah, and we also know that I know that if I did, or at least would hope so, that if I did something that made Molly or Jules uncomfortable, they would call me out on my bullshit. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, sorry, go on. So the last thing I was gonna say, I also know it can be super weird because we're kind of in a special case where people listen to hours of our content. Yeah, but I don't know you, so yeah, they can feel like we. I've seen that happen with the Giant Bomb people, with Waypoint people, mm-hmm. with the McElroys, with just tons and tons of people. And it's the case where, like, listen, some creators out there are definitely very friendly with their fans and may take on, like, a much more approachable, like, attitude with that, which is cool. That's them. But again, that's them. That's not always going to be us. Some days I'm very open with a lot of people, including our fans. Some days, I kind of just want to be left alone, because I'm not the same person every single day of my life. I don't have the same attitude and demeanor every single day of my life. And in our case, there are specific fans we've become friendlier with, because you know, we, we on both sides took the time to just get to know each other better without there being like any assumption uh, or you know, breaking of boundaries. Yeah, when it was chill. Yeah. It's the case where, like, with Ash's example of, you know, us three, consider this, us three weren't this way for the first few months we knew each other. <laughs> like, we didn't just assume we're best buddies. We took time yeah. to, like, develop this a friendship. It took a lot of time. Yeah. Julie and I knew each other for years before we actually started talking to become friends. Yep. Yeah, so there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, let's move on to questions. I think we've talked about this enough at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm glad that we did this. I think this I is am a too. This good... is a, a good vent sesh, if anything. <laughs> um, we had one on the Twitter, which uh, I think we kind of already covered. Yeah, they asked what you do when your friend asks you uh, to step on you. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe. 
tell them not to do that anymore. It's very hard to confront those people, but you kind of gotta. Yeah, you have to nip that in the um, bud because it's going to get uglier gotta, the longer it lasts. Yeah, tell them it makes you uncomfortable, and if they don't respect that, that's not a good friend, so... Yeah, like, honestly, <laughs> we always have the caveat of, hey, you know these people better than us, but we can say with a certain amount of clarity that if someone is not willing to respect your boundaries, they're not worth having around, to be honest. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, yeah, some people are okay with those kind of comments and see them as, you know, nice compliments. Uh, That's not going to be everyone, though. Yep. I'm mainly just speaking because Gmail is, like, not being great right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I mean, yeah, Yeah. just... Also, I'm going to say in terms of, like, hey, how do you measure how good of a friend you are to someone? It's not always going to be, like, years or, like, it's not going to be the amount of time. It's not going to be, like, the amount of responses you get. That's really going to be something you have to figure out because friendship is kind of a weird, murky boundary for a lot of people. Yeah, it's tough. So it is tough. And I'll definitely sit... And I just want to say, just so it's not just us talking smack about other people... I definitely have had to look at myself a few times and go, like, am I, am I being uncomfortable? Like, am I making people uncomfortable? Right. Like, am I doing okay? It, you have to be very self-aware with that kind of stuff, because it's hard. Sometimes you just miss that you're being kind of shitty. Like, we, we are talking about this not only because this happened to us recently, but because we, all three of us, recognize that we did this ourselves. Like, yeah. in the past couple years, even, and it's us reflecting on, hey, we don't want this to be a continuing trend, honestly, and we hope others will listen to our experiences and just learn that, hey, you don't have to be this way. Yeah, Yeah. I recently uh, just actually had a moment where, uh, due to something personal going on, I talked with uh, Molly first, and then I talked with the person I was interacting with just to make sure, like, I don't want to be one of those people who... Uh, like, does stuff wrong. <laughs> right. right. I, I think it's also the... I, yeah, sorry, keep going, Ashley, sorry. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to make people uncomfortable because the person I was talking about I cared about, that's, you know, I, I cared about a lot, and I don't want to make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Right, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because, like... <laughs> I had a weird stage where, yeah, I was very flirtatious as well at the beginning, and... I'm not that anymore for a lot of different reasons. Uh, mostly due to my own, like, mistakes, where it's come back to bite me, and I've had to learn from that. Yeah. As well as that, like... How do I put it? Yeah, it's just... It's tough, but... I think you have to be ready to, A, make mistakes, and be ready to be called out on them, privately or publicly, like, hey, don't do this, don't say this, and you have to be ready to adjust, because some people, like, it'll be cool with them for, like, months, and then they may have their own, like, development of going, oh, actually, I'm not cool with this anymore, and you have to deal with that. Yep. Like, that's on you. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you will still, like, d- have doubts every now and then, because I've definitely, like, been typing out a tweet, and then I go, hmm, actually, no, I'm just, I'm gonna delete that, because I don't need to say that. Yeah. Right. Um, 
like people complain all the fucking time about well you know now it feels like I can't say anything and it's like well if you can feel like you can't say anything then maybe the things you were saying before weren't that great exactly yeah, maybe they weren't very good yeah and also sometimes you just gotta look at yourself and like you know what I don't need to say that it may be, it may be funny it may be in my mind a compliment but there's just the danger of it being taken like it, it, there's just too much of a chance of it hurtful to another person just, yeah o- always consider this any compliments or like positive comments anything you say they're not for you they have to be meant for the other person their enjoyment from your comments is like magnanimous in that case because if you're making compliments and the other person doesn't care for them you're just making it for you and that's selfish yeah it's it's that's real rough stuff oh and just this seems like just for cis allies don't tell me how great you are with this trans woman don't Don't. or trans guy like don't tell me how you always make sure to use the pronouns because like I don't great fucking care. Great job doing the bare fucking minimum, yeah, asshole. One, great job doing the bare minimum. And two, I don't care. Like... Like, you being... Like, not even nice, like, the bare minimum to another person won't make me like you more if I don't like you already. or And it won't make me like you more if I already like you. Consider this, like, hypothetical... To anyone who thinks, oh, but you know, like, it's good to, like, be positive and talk about the stuff I did. Okay, cool. Also consider, hey, imagine if, uh, cis dudes just kept mentioning every single time they opened a door for a woman. Oh, God. Because that's kind of the equivalent of, like, okay, cool, you did that. You don't need to talk about that like you are, like, really cool about stuff. Because, no, that's just being courteous and considerate. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Lord, don't make don't make your actions a big deal because also you're not supposed to be the judge of that. It's supposed to be other people. <laughs> I have a question from Tumblr. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hello, M A and J. <laughs> Long time listener and fan. I did thought that was cute. That's cute. That's very yeah. cute. We're Maj. 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 Uh, Long time listener and fan here. I'm a trans girl in the process of getting those sweet sweet girl pills, and recently figured out I'm very gay. And I'm not out to yet, and nobody but my doctor knows. I want to wait until I've started HRT and maybe see some changes. Do you know any tips on how to engage with the world in boy mode? I'm really feeling the attachment dysphoria in my daily life. I know the solution is coming, but do you have any tips until then? Uh, and this is signed, totally gay. <laughs> nice. Good sign off. Uh, Did little sparky, like sparkle emotion cons? It's very good. Oh, that's nice. really good. Um, it's really tough. I just, oh god, I basically just pretended I was a boy for that entire time. I didn't try, uh, in boy mode to, like, interact with, you know, like, the queer community at large, because it didn't feel right. Uh, even if maybe it was possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's just my, my stance on it is somebody has to know, because otherwise you look a little bit weird. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't want to be like exclusionary, 
but it it's a little scary. Right. It's because again, we're dealing with a baseline amount of fear every single day. Right. So uh, to build on that, I will say someone else has to know because if <laughs> you have no other person except for your doctor, you're going to reach a really bad breaking point. Yeah, you're going to need to talk to somebody about this stuff, basically. Like, even if it's a therapist on top of a doctor, you also do need, like, someone in your social life that you can trust, because you need some sort of lifeline. You need someone to vent to even a little bit, because yeah, hitting that breaking point is not going to be good. And you Start sh- on your support network. And you should not reach, you should not wait to come out when you've hit your breaking point. You should do it at least just before that, because you're just going to... its Coming out is a raw deal, we've talked about before. It's going to be even worse if you have just reached that moment where you can't take anymore and you've just snapped. And what I'll say is, it takes a while for things to start changing. Like, yeah. you're going to start and you're going to feel different, but physically, like... I don't want to be like, the first three months or something or nothing, but... You're not going to get a lot of outward changes. You will notice your changes, but other people aren't going to recognize them as such. So it's very subtle and over time. Yes. <laughs> like you'll notice it, but probably not the outside world. Which is unfortunate. I went at my old job for probably like 10 months on HRT without anybody saying a word. Uh, which, you know, either everybody was trying to be like air quotes polite or nobody noticed. And. It's probably the latter. It's the weird thing of, hey, we now live in a society in a cool way where, like, guys can have long hair or wear nail polish and no one will really make a big deal about it depending on where you live and, like, the culture there. But that also means it's harder for, like, people to recognize, unless you explicitly say it, that you might actually be experimenting or discovering your gender. Yeah. So... I guess in, like, our summation is, hey, just, it, it's gonna, it's really hard, at least have someone to talk to, and be prepared to come out maybe sooner than later, if you really, and also, yeah, uh, if you want to interact with, uh, other queer people online, is a good way to do it, make Mm -hmm. a dummy account, do something like that, yeah, uh, interact that way, um, can I, I guess I'll say this, Emily, uh, from our network, um, did exactly that and talked to us through a dummy account, so we didn't know who she was before she came out. So yeah, um, you could you could do something in that vein if that feels comfortable to you. Uh, we got more. Um, I'm looking through the email. I don't really see any. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like we talked a lot. This is this episode feels kind of a little bit negative, but it's not. It's just we got to talk about this stuff because it's a big mm-hmm. problem for a lot of people. Again, if you think this is too negative, this is just like consent and consideration and boundaries. Like it's yeah. it's kind of the hard stuff you have to talk about because if you don't, then things get really messy. Yeah. Listen, um, I'm just a baby and I don't like talking about this stuff because it's difficult. All right. Actually, I, I just found one. It's a bit old, but I'm looking through it, and I kind of really want to answer okay, this. Okay, let's do oh, it. Oh, hell yeah, Heck let's yeah. get it. Probably not the way the person asking thought, though. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, uh, I'm... This is from, uh, I'll just say, Stephen C. Cool. Okay. Uh, the title is Transitioning but Being Disrespectful of Your New Gender. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, this is from February. Sorry. And I apologize I didn't get to this earlier. Um, about a week ago, a coworker of mine started living as a woman. Uh, she doesn't take the medication, nor has any surgery done, but essentially wears female clothing, goes by a new name, and uses female pronouns. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. Cool. However, I get the feeling that my female coworkers find it a bit offensive, not because of having one transgender in the workplace, but rather because the coworker seems to be dis- disrespectful towards women. A uh, bit of background on her. From the first day point, I've known, uh, I've known that she's transgender, that she has a girlfriend, and is a big fan of ridiculous anime boobs. Like, yeah. your smiles have been half size breasts. <laughs> uh, she's had these sort of women as her wallpaper on the computer since well before I took the job five months ago. Well, fast okay. forward when she started living her new life, and she wears a. This, these are their words. Uh, comically slash offensively large bra with dot dot dot. I'm sorry, don't know how to probably phrase it. Cross dressing breasts, I suppose. Breast forms. Breast forms. Yeah. Yeah. Breast, breast forms. forms. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to the point where the first thing you know about her now, since they jet up so far. Do you find this to be poking fun of assembly, or assembling the the way you want? I can see it both ways. I'm just stuck in interesting topics since I've definitely noticed my female coworkers look at each other the first day the coworker started her new life. Is it just them being a taunt, or is there merit to this? Uh, uh, P.S. I also keeping a t- they also keep being a t- tiny bit sexist when asking if ex coworkers and any cute girls at a place they went to, such as me when I went to BlizzCon, a coworker when she went to a wedding. Not just a girl, always specified as cute. In this has a certain parts of female anatomy. I can't distinguish between cute and all of the breasts. My, my man. Uh, some people just like that. Like some... This some is, people just love big titties. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, listen, if I could have enormous anime boobs, dude, I'd probably go for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it, just quickly, I remember when uh, talking with my doctor for the first time, she mentioned, oh, you know, and if hormones aren't really helping you the way, uh, you know, you want them to, especially in the chest area, we can always, like, discuss surgery. I remember saying, oh, no, I'm fine with whatever I get, and flash forward to now, I'm like, just more. Just just give me more. Just give me more. And just because someone doesn't want to, as we've discussed multiple times, doesn't want to take surgery, doesn't want to take hormones, just wants to use breast forms and clothes, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. That is... Yeah, that's totally valid. Just as valid way as any of the stuff we're doing. Or any of the stuff that we want to do. Right. Yeah, it's it's very strange that people... Well, I get why people don't get that, because it feels like kind of like a half-commitment, but it's not. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not. Like... I, I would never think that someone doing this, and someone who is... Like, you know, using, uh, just, you know, new name, new pronouns. And even if they didn't, if they... But, like, I wouldn't feel like this person's making a mockery of me. No. No, absolutely not. Like... You fucking, fucking live your truth. I... Yes. Uh, there is uh, someone who comes into my workplace who is... It's always that weird thing of, I feel weird when I clock other trans people. Yes. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it's always it's, it's not like uh, I go, oh, they're obviously like you know some. I don't want to say what I you know any transphobic person would say, but like 
you, you, you just kind of can recognize that to a certain degree. I'm like eyeballing them, and I'm like, oh, oh, hey, 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 me, oh, me too, hey, me. Yeah, like, and but you, can't, like, but you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't do it though. But in her case, it's definitely the thing where, okay, she is like, you know, already without heels, at least six feet tall, and she's wearing like six-inch pumps, and she wears very tight clothing, and obviously, oh, like, large breast forms, and I can still see, like, it's she clearly sometimes still a stubble, but wears makeup. It's cool. Like, yeah. there's no... It's fine. Like, I don't see that as a mockery. What do you, what do you care? It's... <sighs> yeah. And, like, if you are worried about, like... Like, the phrase, being, dis- being disrespectful to your new gender is really fucking weird to me. Yeah. That doesn't make uh, any sense. Yeah. And... Like, if you're... If the reason why this person is being disrespectful to their new gender is because... They wear large breast forms, like one, no, two. <laughs> if they have, because they have anime girls on their wallpaper, I can get maybe why that'd be kind of weird in a workplace, but that is totally. I know so many trans girls, so many trans girls who are so into anime girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Me it's just included. a thing. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like, listen, and especially like if you're going to BlizzCon, like it, there are just certain workplaces where that people will congregate on that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if she's asking about cute girls, that just may be the way that she, like, her question when people go out, like, oh, you know, like, people have their questions. And it may be a case where she is really enjoying the fact that she can be open about her uh, sexuality. Yeah, that, that feels like, yeah, for sure. at worst, a minor boundary issue with some awkwardness involved. Yes, at worst, to bring it back around, that is a boundary issue that, like, hey, maybe that's the kind of weird thing to say at work. Yeah. But, like, yeah. like for, but like on the flip side, it's the case where, hey, when my coworkers, who are, like, mostly straight women, go out, like, for any event, at, when they come back, if people know they're single, like, other coworkers go, oh, see any cute guys? And that's not weird. Yeah, exactly. So, Again, like, that may be, like, in part, like, my some of my own... <laughs> latent homo- like you know just homophobia that I've picked up from around the world and right it's a case where I always like listen I, I don't care for cis women kind of being the arbiters of what makes a respectful woman aesthetically and visually like especially when it comes to trans women and how they express themselves with how they dress and it does. It's it's a case where like it feels very parallel to slut shaming in a way. Yes. Yeah. Like, here's my like. If this was a just thought exercise, and sorry if it goes in a weird place. If this was a cis woman who, you know, had large breasts, you know, then through like, nat, you know, natural padding or implants, and had anime girl wallpaper and talked about cute girls a bunch, what do you think that she? was disrespectful of her own gender. Yeah. I'm gonna guess... And uh, listen, this is a podcast, so hey, you don't get to respond instantly, so I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna guess no. And you should maybe investigate why you think it was this case when a trans woman came out... Right. And you're suddenly, like, wondering, like, hmm... Yeah, like, I hate this... Like, 
undercurrent of... Well, she's not one of the good trans people. She's not acting like a good, yeah. respectful trans woman. Like, no? Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, as we discussed here, trans women can be shitty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyone can be shitty. And anyone can be shitty. And, again, depending on the anime girl wallpaper... If it's just, like, tentacle board, I'd be like, hey, that's a little weird. Yeah, that's, that's right. like, actually, like, hmm, like, <laughs> maybe not. That may that may not be workplace appropriate. But if it's just, like, Sailor Moon, who cares? <laughs> yeah, like, or if it's, like, fuck, even if it's, like, some, from some etchy anime, like, at a certain point, just let them live. Let them live yeah, their bliss. Yeah, just let them do their thing. If it's a Sonoko wallpaper, I'm not gonna care. Like, whatever, as long as there's straight up not nudity on their wallpaper in a workplace I don't care like yeah some people may some people may make Chris Hemsworth their wallpaper no Uh one would consider that that weird right yeah so yeah like Uh, I feel like we've yeah I feel like we've dunked on this dude enough it's I I don't even want to dunk on them it's more just it's more me dunking on their co-workers because it feels like their female co-workers are dealing with their own internalized stuff. Yeah, that that's yeah, it. yeah. And like, the purpose of the dunking is not. Oh, it's informational. <laughs> yeah, it's not to go like, "Hey, I think you're shitty." No, that's right. not what I'm trying to say here. It's no. I'm just saying. I think you should investigate what led you to think this. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And maybe look into that and. Because this is something that even when I was on to on the road of coming out, this is something I had to deal with. Where I was like, "Oh, they're the respectable trans women, and then they're the trans women I don't want to be." Yep. Right, which sucks because that's how it's presented. Yeah. Yeah, which is really fucking shitty, and it's the same way like where there are the the gay men you want to be and the gay men that you don't, mm-hmm. the gay women you want to be and the gay women you don't. You know, like oh the. People are bisexual, pansexual, poly. There's always, like, the... You want to be like this, not like this. And it really fucking sucks, because... A lot of the time, the other, like, the you want to be is just kind of... Very... It's... It's, it's a very narrow window. It's... It's real bad. Speaking from other personal experience, it's kind of like, hey, people expect me to be a quiet Chinese woman. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I'm not going to yeah. play to that whatsoever. Right. If I am naturally quiet, sure, that's a whole other deal. If I'm just the way I am now, that's just me. As long as no one, it's like, you know, I'll lower my voice because, hey, you know, controlling volume is kind of a thing when it comes to consideration of other people in personal space. But I'm not going to do that like 24-7 when other people aren't around and I don't have to like consider their personal space and I'm just like in my room mm-hmm. for example alright yeah. yeah I think we yeah <laughs> yeah I think I think we've covered it I I, I, just, I just had never noticed that emo form I'm like oh man this is kind of long and it's not really anything we're related to and then I was like man this is actually something I think I'd be we should talk about, we should about jump yeah. I don't think yeah. the like questions and comments should always have to 100% like line up with the topic right also, I'm um, sorry for not answering that for months. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, 
But I think that... Do we have anything else we want to talk about? We should wrap up here. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. Um, Julie? Julie? Hey, Jules? Yeah, hey, what? Huh? Where, where can I find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at GatsbyLow. You can also find me on other audience free shows such as the Digital Moncast. Uh, let me tell you about Homestuck Earth Sea Edition. And yeah, uh, this show as well. Okay, excellent. Ashley? You can find me at Ashley Lee Minor. Uh, well, no. No, no, you can't. <laughs> you can find me at Yuri LeBran with a uh, underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, and you can find all my other shows at audioentropy.com and you can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor which I am having a special uh, watch slash rewatch of Magic Emotica um it's really fun so far the rewatch not well like the podcast not the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, the podcast sorry Madoka's fun. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Molly, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R and at betgirl.tumblr.com. You can also find me at audioentropy.com where I do all of the shows that have already been listed. Um, there should be a new person Molly's movie night up sometime this month. I apologize for the delay, but the scheduling is very difficult with movies. Um, also, you can find my other new podcast, The Amory Score, where I talk a lot about my favorite band, Coheed and Cambria, and how bad their lore is over at abnormalmapping.com. Um, you the can lore also... so bad! <laughs> it's very bad. Um, you can also go to audioentropy.com and hit the donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Keep us online. It just pays for the hosting. We don't take any of that money for ourselves. You know, we just keep the website online that way. Um, so if you like the podcast, we'd really appreciate a little bit of support if you can, um, you know, muster that up for us. That'd be fantastic. Um, you can also find us on iTunes. You can leave us a review, rate, subscribe there. Uh, make sure you do that. Um, and otherwise, I think we're pretty much set for this month, y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, the response has always been super great. So thank you so much for passing this around and telling <laughs> friends about it and all that stuff. It's been really wonderful. Um, who wants to sign off? Uh, until next time, remember, you can just be you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next month. See you next Bye. month.